0: Are you tired? Listless? Looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you.
1: Previously on Today's Lucky Winner Did you drink that whole case of energy drinks you had in the ice cream truck?
2: What? No, I only had a couple.
3: I'm counting eight cans.
2: Oh wow, thanks mom.
0: Dawn had flipped to a water-damaged page of the ancient book. A drawing of a tall woman, with black hair and in black leather armor, stared back at Dawn and Dax. Rita. That's sure as hell Rita.
2: What does it say?
3: It says, Death's Daughter.
1: Did you listen to the rest of the messages from your Uncle
2: Nate? Most of them were concerned messages, since I hadn't found the workshop yet. There were a few messages where he went off and talked about stuff from when I was a kid, They drove a 1983 Ford Bronco with super swamper tires. How do you... Cars were a short-lived special
1: interest
3: of hers. It's in her file. Our next step is to start human trials. And when can we look forward to that? Tomorrow. Free me. Save yourself and free me.
2: What does that mean? Who are you?
0: Congratulations. Uh, bloodshot eyes stared unblinking at her laptop screen. Without looking away, she chugged her umpteet's energy drink, crushed the can, and tossed it onto the floor with the other casualties of her sleepless night. Hearing some concerning mumbling coming from Dawn's room, Rita poked her head around the half-open door to check on her friend.
1: Hey, little buddy. Uh, what's going on in here? Did my little bud hyperfocus all night again instead of sleep? That's sure a lot of crushed energy drink cans.
2: Uh, yeah. How could I fucking not? What are you doing up this early? Oh, I was making sure Sunny ate before she had to go to work. <sighs> I'm gonna save you the trouble. You expect me to say something like, eat? Sunny doesn't eat. And you'd say something like, hell yeah, she eats this ass. And I'd say, "Blah, you're so gross. And you'd go, ha ha ha, and I'd make that face you like so much. Uh, um,
1: I mean, yeah, my delivery would have been a lot better than that, but uh, that was the gist of my goof. And that's the face. How did you know I like that
2: face you make? I'm autistic. I've practiced making that face in the mirror. Of course I know you'd like it. Now that I've stolen your joke, would you mind getting the hell out while I work?
1: Well, not digging the vibes in the room right now.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry my vibes are off. My deepest apologies for my fucking vibes. I... I don't think you're sorry at all. I think that was sarcasm. Of course it was sarcasm. How could I not stay up all night? You're the daughter of death. What the fuck does that even mean? Huh? What does that mean? There's an old ass hell drawing of you in this old-timey book. I
1: know, you showed me, but like I said, you don't know for sure that babe in the book is me. Oh, she's for sure you. And Daughter of Death could just be a shitty translation of Reaper from the demon language.
2: No, no. That's what I thought at first, too. But then Dax gave me this book on that language. Did you learn a whole new language last night? Psh, don't be absurd. I just learned the orthography, created a phonemic inventory, and then transcribed everything I could read from that page you're on into IPA. You turned it into a nasty cishet guy's beer? IPA! International Phonetic Alphabet!
1: Oh, you're mean when you're caffeinated, you know that?
2: Anyway, there's a word for Reaper. The translation seems to hold up from what I can tell.
1: So? So what are you gonna do now? Why do you have a bunch of ice cream trucks pulled up on your computer?
2: Well, I reached a dead end trying to read that book. It takes forever to translate stuff in a language I don't speak. I switched gears and I started working on ways to find the workshop. And the ice cream trucks are for... If you'd save your questions until I'm done info dumping, you'd save us all a lot of time.
1: You say I'm annoying when I'm high? But caffeine is a drug, sister. And you are an insufferable turd when you're running on energy drinks and sarcasm. All that caffeine got your tummy cooking up something gnarly? No! No, shut up. I'm fine. You cooking up some poopies in there? No! I'm fine! (laughs) Okay, sure. Keep taking a massive info dump on me then, little buddy.
2: As I was saying... I moved on to ways I could try to find the workshop. I started about listening to those messages from my uncle again. He had those messages where he sounded... I don't know. He just sounded... off. His tone was strange. He mentioned stuff from my childhood. Mathletes, soccer, my short-lived special interest in cars. Yeah, and those led you to a clue? Yes! They all have something to do with part of the ice cream truck!
1: What? How does mathletes relate to the ice cream truck?
2: When I was on my middle school mathletes team, my mom took me to events in the truck. My uncle reminded me of a particular competition he came to watch. My mom had to go out to the ice cream truck halfway through my event, and I saw her get up and leave in the crowd. I didn't know why she left. I was sad and distracted. I had been up all night memorizing formulas, and my stomach got upset in the middle of the event.
1: Oh, did you have a bunch of caffeine on an empty stomach again? You did, didn't you?
2: Yeah, okay. We're Puerto Rican. It's not unusual for a kid to start drinking coffee when they're like three years old, okay? I had like five cafecitos. Get off my dick.
1: That's espresso. You were a middle schooler.
2: That's espresso. You are a middle schooler. That's you. That's what you sound like right now.
1: Jesus Christ, I like this when I have too much caffeine? Here, why don't we just pop open your little mini fridge, huh? How about we switch from the canned evil you've been chugging to one of those gentle, sparkling waters you're so fond of? Oh, look! This is one of the flavors that tastes like someone made the vague suggestion of a grapefruit while your mouth is numb at the dentist.
2: Anyway, the cafecitos had milk and sugar in them. It's practically coffee for babies. Now back to my story. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, cute. Uh, uh. Please
1: continue with your story, energy drink demon who's overtaken my sweet little buddy.
2: So, my son stomach got upset in the middle of the event and I barfed on stage. Oh no. Is this your most embarrassing moment? Sadly, it doesn't even make the top 10. Ah, Jesus. Anyway, my mom wasn't there, so my uncle came to take me back to the ice cream truck so my mom could take me home. We got to the truck and it was locked. He also had a set of keys to it, though. We opened up the back door to the truck and there was my mom, staring into the compartment that's to the left of the big back door, above the freezer.
1: Oh yeah, what's in that thing? I've tried to open it, and it won't budge.
2: Yeah, I don't know what's in there, that's exactly what the story's about.
1: Ugh, sorry, okay. Jesus Christ.
2: Anyway, I remember slamming the door to the little compartment shut and then giving Uncle Nate the same look she gave me when she came to my science fair and I mentioned to my science teacher that my mom thought he was handsome. She didn't didn't tell you it was a secret. It's not your fault. Of course it wasn't. Anyway, she started yelling at my Uncle Nate in Spanish. My Spanish isn't great right now and it was a lot worse when I was a kid. My mom didn't really speak it much at home, so I learned most of my Spanish in high school and in college. Ah, so you don't really know what they were talking about at all. Exactly. I didn't have a very big Spanish vocabulary. I was sick and it was ages ago. I don't know what they were talking about. And what does this story have to do with soccer or your special interest in cars? Long story short, something similar happened at a soccer game when I was ten. You drank a bunch of coffee before a soccer game? A <laughs> bunch of milk before running around at my game in Texas in August. But why? Why would you chug milk? Ugh, it was the peak of the milk mustache ad propaganda campaign. Oh,
1: they really wanted kids and teens to think that their bones would literally crumble if they didn't drink massive amounts of milk.
2: Yeah, so I was 10 and I saw one of those ads featuring Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh no, and you wanted to be a slayer, huh? Yeah, I drank a ton of milk so I could be the chosen one. Uncle Day took me to the ice cream truck after I barfed on the other team's goalie and she started crying. Uh, Nasty! Yeah, pretty much the same scene played out with my mom and the truck. Now, the special interest is where things get more interesting. Naturally, I wanted to know the year, the make, and the model of the ice cream truck. I looked that up, along with all the specs. The truck is a 1977 Chevy P30 Step Van ice cream truck.
1: What are you doing, Step Van?
2: Gross! I know where that's from! Anyway, the internet wasn't quite as robust back then as it is today, and I couldn't find what the back of one looked like. I didn't know if it came with the freezers or not. Obviously, I needed to know from my list of cars.
1: Of course, you needed to know what Uh, came with the truck and what didn't.
2: Yes, thank you. You get it. So I asked her all about the freezers and stuff. She happily explained to me that she had added everything to the back. The whole back of the truck was a blank slate when she got it. When I asked her about that compartment, she told me that it didn't matter and to not ask her about it, that I needed to respect her privacy. I didn't understand why. I asked her about 200 more times and then I got grounded. So there's something in that
1: compartment that'll help us find the workshop? That's what your uncle was telling us?
2: I think so. We just need to figure out how to open that compartment. Whoa! Oh, what?
1: What's that oh, face? Oh no! Don?
0: What are you about
1: to?
3: Oh! god! Oh, no!
2: Oh! Fuck! Why do I never learn? Oh,
1: my, my poor little buddy. At least you had that tiny trash can by your, uh, mm, by your desk. Uh, let's just let's get you cleaned up, and you can just crawl in bed to get, mm,
2: crawl into bed and. No, not you too. Uh, Why are you about to barf?
1: I I guess I'm a sympathetic, oh, sympa. Oh, Sympathetic barfer. Oh, take the trash can. What? No, that's got your barf in it. I can't. What? Oh, no.
2: Oh, you barfed in my bed.
1: You've been a real meanie and you barfed first. You did this. But you barfed in my
2: bed. The trash was right here.
1: And the trash can smelled like your barf.
2: Just clean up the bed. No! Please, just clean up your... (laughs) Rita, just get back here and clean up your mess. I don't... Don.
1: Yeah? How about you clean up Sunny's bed and I'll clean up yours?
2: You just made a much bigger mess in her room than mine, didn't you? (laughs) yes Yes.
3: howdy y'all i'm carmilla i could have hired any number of celebrities to do this sanguis psa for me but I wanted you to know just how darn tootin' much I need your help. Clinical trials for telomerade are underway. We already have a group of trailblazing participants in the trials, but we need you to join us. I don't think it's hyperbole when I say these may not only be the most important clinical trials we've conducted at Sanguis, but quite possibly the most important in human history. We're looking for participants 18 and older from all demographics. The trial will be a five-year-long contract job with opportunities for extensions as we learn what incredible things Telemarade can do over longer periods of time. You'll be paid a per diem, be covered for travel expenses, and receive Telemarade before the rest of the public. Further, uninsured participants will have the opportunity to have all health care expenses covered by sanguists for the duration of the trial. That's five years where you'll be paid handsomely and you can take care of any expensive medical procedures you've been putting off. Just listen to some of the participants that are already in the clinical trials. I know I'm toward the end of my
0: life, expectancy. But I'm so confident that telemarade is going to give me a longer life. I bought this parrot. Oh, Colonel Abernathy Swatmore here is 20 years old. That may seem old for a bird, but he's an Amazon parrot. They can live to be 70. Owning an exotic bird is a young person's game. I don't have anyone to leave him to in my will, but now, Colonel Abernathy and I can have a chance to grow into a couple of old birds together. (laughs) I've been an accountant for 35 years. No not the fun and sexy kind of accountant, I'm the kind who crunches numbers. I hate this job. The only reason I've kept it so long is because I need the health insurance. Even with my insurance, I couldn't afford a surgical procedure that would greatly improve my quality of life. Thanks to the five years of pay and health care in these clinical trials, I can leave that job and become who I've always wanted to be. The first openly lactose intolerant person to win the Tour de France. Here's my two weeks notice, Jerry. Huh? Meaning you'll notice that I'm not gonna be in here tomorrow. You just can't, you can't just- I'm just gonna get on my bike and go. I'm gonna eat this hunk of smoked Gouda, even though it's gonna rearrange my insides, and I'm gonna fart myself to France. What? You don't seem well. Let's sit down and talk about this. F- I'd f- f- the ever-living f*** out of you, Jerry. I'm gonna live forever. Ow!
3: Wow. If those folks don't make you want to be a part of history in these trials, I don't know who could. If any of this sounds up your alley, click the link below to register for our trials. We're currently looking for 5,000 more participants in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas.
0: We are looking forward to hearing from y'all. After spending two hours arguing over who would clean up their barf-covered beds and Dawn chasing a poofing Rita around the house, they called a truce. They cleaned up both beds together. Dawn called Dax to see if they knew anything about artificers building magical compartments. They had no idea. They told Dawn they'd look into it and call her if they learned anything. Then she called Hink from the ghost-hunting alchemist trio. He said he didn't know, quote, nothing about no dang artificer bullshit like none of that, end quote, but he'd gladly tell her how to whip up a concoction to blow the compartment to, quote, high holy hell, end quote, as he described it. She declined, telling Kink that if she became desperate, she might need his advice on the concoction, but she'd be taking less destructive measures for the time being. After researching for nearly 36 hours, Dawn called it an early night and went to sleep on her, now, bar-free bed. She awoke in the infinite hallway.
2: (sighs) Dreamscape again? Fantastic. Let's speed it up this time. I'm not going to sit through a bunch of gags to find Rita.
0: Dawn stopped in front of a large, surprisingly familiar door. It looked like it belonged on a starship.
2: Oh! That door looks very Starfleet. Hopefully it's not too fucky behind there. Please don't be Kirk. What does it say? The USS. Oh, god damn it, Rita. The USS enter her prize. That's gross on multiple levels. But historically, the door with the most descriptive details seems to be the one that Rita's hiding behind. Please don't ruin Star Trek for me, Rita.
3: Captain, we have an intruder. Put the ship at red alert, Mr. Cock. Uh, uh,
2: Mr. Cock? Really? I get that joke. But why does that other guy look like a Jonathan Frakes he ordered on Wish? And that looks like... Oh,
0: Captain Squirt. Let's downgrade the bridge to yellow alert. I don't think an intruder would be this beautiful. I think this is a guest. Yes. Sensors indicate that she is human.
2: (sighs) Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. She's mixing up different track shows. That's more annoying than the fact that I'm stuck in a porn parody. (sighs) Rita, they take place in different centuries.
3: Hello, visitor. If you'll forgive our initial reaction, we... Weren't expecting such a crystalline entity such as yourself. I'm Captain Jizz Tiberius Squirt. These are my seconds in command.
2: It doesn't make sense. Why would he need two number ones?
0: Your hostility is highly illogical. Have we done something to offend you?
2: Oh, no. It's nothing, Mr. Cock. Nothing at all. You haven't done anything. Rita is the one who massacred my favorite franchise in her worst porn parody to date. Jizz Squirt, you said? I'm Don.
3: Captain Jizz.
2: Yeah, Captain Squirt. How is your bearded commander with his leg hacked over that chair? From seventy eight years in the future, huh? Answer me that
0: Whoa. Captain. Yes, mister Cock. You don't look well. I, uh, I think our new guest has given me the b- the blood fever.
2: Oh, hell no.
0: You
3: mean you...
0: Y- yes. I've entered my time of mating. It's my pawn fuck. To resolve it, I must mate with someone, or...
2: Or ritual combat. Yeah, I'm not some fucking casual. You keep looking at me when you say mate. I'm gonna non-ritually kick your ass, you hear me?
0: Done. I don't think I introduced myself. I'm Commander Phil Fucker.
2: Oh, hey, Jonathan Fakes. What? Nothing. It's just beyond belief that I can talk to you. Can I ask you something, Don? <sighs> yeah, sure, whatever. You
0: like jazz?
2: Rita, what's with the Napoleonic French military uniform?
1: Hello, mon capitaine.
2: Oh, you're...
1: Greetings from the Continuum.
2: Rita.
3: Hey, get out of my
2: chair. Rita.
1: Oh, hey, Donnie. What
2: the fuck is this?
1: This, uh... Well, I didn't think I'd have to explain this one to you. This is a porn parody of Star...
2: Oh, yeah, I know that. What the fuck are you doing mixing up the bridge crew of two different shows? The set design in here looks like it belongs in a different show in the franchise entirely. The lore is all fucked. Oh,
1: there's a through line in my fanfic that explains the crew mashup. It's mostly because these are the crew members I want to... The ones I'd like to... Uh... How do I... How do I say
2: it? Uh... What? Fuck? I'm not scandalized by that. I know what this dreamscape is for.
1: Honestly, I'm just trying to think of the polite way to say run a train on
2: me. Ugh... Well, regardless of why they're here... You said you wrote a fanfic? Yeah, mm. did
1: you want to read it?
2: Mm. Uh, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Yay, mm. I'll pull up AO3 when we wake up. Mm. Are you less upset mm. now? Yes, actually. Mm. As long as there's a reason for it and it's not just ignorance of... Uh, are... are they... Oh, hell yeah, it looks like Mr. Cock is
1: going to pawn fuck the hell out of Commander Fucker.
2: Ugh, gross. Let's just hurry and go find wherever your writer memory is hiding and get out of here.
1: That sounds like so much fun. Let's leave the fully automated luxury of gay space sex and go visit a traumatic memory I've repressed. Thank you. Boys, we'll make an Eiffel Tower later, okay? Computer and program. Whoa, that part was
2: actually pretty cool.
1: I'm glad you think so. That bit was all for your benefit, my dude.
2: (laughs) Okay, which door do you think you've hidden your rider memory behind this time?
1: Uh, I don't know. Just help me look for the door that looks the least like I'd want to fuck something behind it.
0: Rita poofed out of her French military uniform and into what she had been wearing in the real world earlier that day. Now clad in jeans, her boots, and a shirt that read, Sorry, I only eat vegan... <sighs> Pussy. She started examining all of the doors on the right side of the hallway. Dawn followed in kind, and she began to investigate the left side of the hall.
2: What about this one? That's not it. The door to Tuscaloosa Clown College has something you want to fuck behind it?
1: Wow. First, it's hurry, Rita. Stop workshopping endings to your smutty fanfic and revisit your trauma. Now you're all- Hold on, I can take an extra five minutes to kinkshame my best friend.
2: Jesus, sorry. Let's keep looking. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. Fuck. I think it's this door.
2: Gross, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd kink shame you for wanting to fuck anything behind this door. (sighs) You ready?
0: (sighs) As I'll ever be. Reluctantly turning the knob, Rita opened a door. Scotch taped to that door was a printer paper and Sharpie sign that read, Gay Republicans Association Meeting. Expecting to find untold horrors behind this door, Rita was pleasantly surprised to see that it did not, in fact, lead to a meeting of gay republicans. It was a less terrifying door to hell.
2: Holy fucking shit, are we in
1: hell? It's still just my dreamscape. And honestly, it's better than the door advertised.
2: Why are we even here? We never finished remembering with the
1: writer. I don't know, maybe I don't remember the rest? Maybe.
2: Maybe it was too traumatic for you (gasps) to...
3: Please. Please, you have to kill her. I can't make her stop. I, I try. I try all the time. And I'm so tired.
2: What? You can just see us? This isn't a memory?
3: I don't have time to you. Please, I don't know if I'll be strong enough to reach out to you like I'm doing now and I did before. It's getting harder. Something has changed. She's close to getting what she wants.
1: Hey, hey. If you're me, why are we so short? You...
3: We are the same. But you're different now.
2: What is it that she wants? Who are you? Where are you?
3: I don't have long enough to answer all of this in a dream. Just find Camilla and kill her, please. Someone. It's worse than you can imagine. She <gasps> Run. What have I told you about running off like this? Well, 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 look who you found, for me, I guess dreams do come true.
1: Me, Brianne. Thanks for listening to episode 24. Um, we're almost done with this season and that's fucking wild. Um episode 27 will be the season finale and that airs October 15th. Um Yeah, so the usual, if you want to see what us ding dongs are up to when we're not recording this show, make sure you check out the show details so you can uh see everyone's social media handles and follow the other stuff we do. Um also, don't forget to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you use. I know some platforms have started charging for subscriptions, but it's 100% free with us. Every two weeks, you just get a little present from us that gets downloaded in your phone. Um, Yeah, and then we're going to have a few little surprises for you during our little hiatus between seasons. We will be coming back for season two. Um. You still got a few more fucking wild episodes of this season, uh, to do, uh, yeah, so you still have those to look forward to, um, and if you want to help out the show, uh, post about it on social media, um, tell your friends about it, we don't pay for advertising, so all of the immense growth we've gotten has been because you shared with friends, and I cannot thank you enough, um, yeah so share with a friend share on social media um yeah oh and then hypothetically um if we were working on merch um we're we're thinking about you know what what goofs what goofs or lines or jokes do you feel particularly strongly about that you would like to see on a shirt or a sticker or something hypothetically uh you know uh uh, my votes for south dallas phallus palace um but yeah tweet at us tell us what you want to see um yeah so next episode will be september 15th um yeah and we love you uh thanks for listening and until next time try not to die